Gonna talk about uh, what's going on in other countries like the United Kingdom, Japan, maybe a little Russia action, you know, and cop shooting stuff. But today, I'm gonna make up a drinking game. Every time I say the word whatever, you have to take a shot. And I think you'll be dead before this podcast is over. I think I'm going to start making an effort to stop stop saying the word whatever so much. But uh, anyways, whatever. That's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, resigned. Over there, they don't elect a Prime Minister like a President. It's whatever party is in power, they get to pick one of their own to be Prime Minister. So the he's the, he's the Tory. That's the right wing people you know he's on the right the people on the right they just get to pick someone else to replace him it's not like now it's gonna be a left-wing person in charge and he you know people kind of called him like the trump of britain but i mean he whatever over there, over there in britain you know they got their uh decorum that uh, america doesn't have so you know britain's version of trump is like whatever he's more normal than well, he's a hell of a lot more normal than Biden. Anyways, he's like a normal, he's just a normal, he'd be a normal, he'd be considered a normal, boring politician in America. But over there, he was considered crazy. And I think he was left-wing on most stuff except for Brexit and immigration. And Brexit is about immigration, so whatever. He does not want Britain to become, I don't know, overrun. Pick a, you know, pick a nicer word. He does not want a ton of immigrants coming to Britain. So that was, maybe that was the other thing that made him kind of like Trump. And he once said the burqa kind of looks like a letterbox. You'd have to you'd have to see a British letterbox, but it does kind of look like that. But I just learned an interesting thing. He was born in New York, so I think he could be president over here. If I were him, he's got two years, a little over two years, he should move to America and start running for president. And I don't know. I don't know if he'd run as a Democrat or a Republican. Um, you know, you have to figure out what would give him the best chances, but... Uh, I'd vote for him. I like him. He's funny. That's the other thing. Another way he's like Trump is that he's not boring to listen to. So the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated. I think a 42-year-old Japanese man um, shot him. Apparently the gun was a double-barreled shotgun with black duct tape on it. I mean, in Japan they don't have good guns like we have. So I'm sure the guy wished he had an AR-15, but he still got the job done. Japan is interesting. They they got some of the most restrictive um, gun laws. They also just have like the least crime. I mean, I'll tell you. I guess if there's any country that could handle having guns, it'd be Japan. But anyways, they don't allow them. Uh, the interesting thing is, is like you know, I think I think all this stuff happened after whatever after we nuked their ass. Um, they kind of started to emulate, you know, I think they did a constitution kind of emulating America. I mean, they love America. But but while they were outlawing guns, they outlawed um, samurai swords. Like, I think I think back in the day, samurai swords, you know, you're more likely to get murdered by a samurai sword probably in the first half of the 1900s than a gun. And I love Japanese culture. I mean, I, I you know, I was watching Japanese cartoons last night. Uh... I like how they have a real sense of honor. You know, like you know, like Britain has the the knights. You know, knights of the round table, or I mean, that wasn't real, but it's related to something that happened in real life with the knights, and they had their honor and stood by their word or something. 
But I think uh, I think Japan puts them to shame. Like they really take their honor seriously. Like yeah, like seppuka, they'll, they'll kill themselves. They will kill themselves before they will dishonor their lord or whatever. But so like so the guy who got killed, he. I mean, he's not the prime minister, but he's still a super big dog in uh, Japanese politics. Like, his, I think, like, his underling is now the prime minister, so I don't know why the guy... We don't know the motive. I don't know why he didn't shoot the current one, or who knows what. But, so the current prime minister did a speech, and he said... I mean, it was all translated from Japanese, but he said something like, it was a threat to democracy. You know, killing him was a threat to democracy. And I mentioned in a recent podcast that I'm going to... Every time I hear say someone say a threat to democracy, I'm going to be like, you know, are they being stupid? You know, is this is this just you hate the other side? You think you're good and righteous and you think the other side is evil and deplorable? Is that all you mean by a threat to democracy? Just you're just using that as a a weapon to beat your enemies across their head and it's not a threat to democracy at all. Well, anyways, as soon as I said that, I think the next time I heard someone say it was a threat to democracy was this Japanese guy talking about how they're assassinating one of the top politicians in Japan. And I think, uh, anyways, that was a threat to democracy. So I guess my, my little game so far is, uh, zero for me, one for people who are talking about stuff that is a threat to democracy. I guess to put it this way, I mean, basically it was like, it was the Japanese version of someone assassinating Donald Trump, you know, the previous president. All right, there's two in a row. Let's keep the foreign talk going. Uh, so Brittany Griner, um, I think it was sentenced to prison the other day in Russia. I mean, you know, and I'm sure I, I barely ever heard of her. Anyways, WNBA. She's the Women's National Basketball Association star. Uh, and apparently Russia likes to watch women's basketball when America doesn't. And so she plays part of the year over there to make to make big money or something. And I think they arrested her at the airport because she was vaping marijuana. Or at least, you know, had the equipment to vape marijuana. And I, I mean, you know, I don't even know. Russia could be making all this stuff up, but I'm just going to assume it's true. I mean, it wouldn't be that crazy to just have a, a marijuana vape thing in your luggage or whatever. I mean, in America, it would be totally normal. In Oregon, where I live, it would be completely legal. But uh, got to be careful about other countries, you know. So not being careful about other countries' laws pretty common thing and they think they arrested her before the russia ukraine war started but i think it was like and i could be wrong maybe it was after but i think it was right before and then they're like oh you know we got a famous american who committed a crime we can use her as a political prisoner or we can use her for leverage you know russia is thinking i mean america does not care about the WNBA, but you know whatever she's definitely more famous than i am and so Brittany Griner, she's like six foot seven, which is, I mean, for a woman, that's huge. For a man, that's huge. But for a woman, that's even more huge. And I don't know why she's got so much testosterone, but she is, she is way high on testosterone compared to other women. So, I mean, you know, she's a beast. Like, she's the, I think she's the beast of the WNBA. And I mean that, I guess, in a good way. But it seems, it's getting more in the news lately. Uh, someone is like, Asking, I don't know, maybe her coach. Maybe her coach was asking Biden to try and get her out, and Biden hasn't responded. And then some other famous, maybe it's the same coach. Some famous coach is like, you know, if if Russia had LeBron James, you know, America would be doing something. But because she's a black woman who's a lesbian, America 
is racist against what blacks, women's, and lesbians, and so they're not doing what they they're not doing enough or they're or nothing or whatever. I mean, which doesn't make perfect sense because like LeBron James is black. I mean, she should have picked a white basketball player as, as an example. But anyways, because she was definitely calling out like people. America doesn't care about people of color. It's like, well, your example is a person of color, you know. Anyways, <laughs> argue. Here I am arguing with someone who can't hear me. Anyways, I think that her argument was faulty. So I'm trying to come up with a joke that I can put on Facebook. Now the problem is no one knows who Brittany Griner is. It's just no one knows any of the W. You know, she's not the best. I think she's like the second best WNBA player. And I don't know who the, the first best is. I only know this lady. Well, actually, for a couple of reasons. But mostly because she's, whatever, in the Huskal in Russia. But anyways, Russia, you know, it's like, can you say Putin instead of Russia? I don't know. Like, did Putin do this or did Russia do this? But apparently, let's just say Putin. That makes it more fun. It makes more fun. I definitely have to say Putin for my joke. So anyways, they are, Putin has offered a trade. We'll give you this masculine lesbian six foot seven WNBA player if you give us and it's some Russian arms deal that arms dealer that America has in prison or jail or something. I don't know anything I don't know anything about the guy. He's an arms dealer, he's Russian and and Russia wants to trade for him. And so I don't have this joke finished, but it's something like Putin is not a very good WNBA general manager if he wants to trade away you know, the best women's basketball star in the world for a, hopefully, short, fat, ugly Russian arms dealer. Anyways, you, you, you can see, somewhere somewhere in there is the, uh, the seed from which a beautiful joke could grow. And so this does not apply to Brittany Griner, but it makes me think of something. So, like, I definitely follow, like, trans women and sports stuff. Well, hell, you've heard me talk about it. It, or, you know, if you haven't, go back and look for me talking about it a bunch. But there's definitely a pattern, like, on, I guess, intersex. Like, the common one is, is uh, they'll look, well, they'll have a vagina, or at least it looks like a vagina from the outside, but they have internal testes. Like, they have, whatever, they have ex- they have the chromosomes of a man, but something goes wrong, and they don't have a penis. And so they go into women's sports, you know, you know, from a child, from a child on, and especially when you're a child, it's like, there's no way to tell. And then when you get older, it's like, all of a sudden you got the testosterone of, you know, I don't know, some of these, some of these women, I guess they're women, um, they have the testosterone, you know, higher than 99% of men. For some reason, they come from sub-Saharan Africa as a, I don't know, if there's something in the water or what, but anyways... I want to call them trans women or trans or something. Anyways, they're not trans. They're not trans at all. They're intersex. It's a different thing. But, uh, which is actually, that's the I in the LGBTQ2IA+. Okay, but here's the point. They're lesbians. I mean, whatever. If you think that they're a woman, if you think that they're a normal woman, then they're definitely, uh, let's, let's put it this way. They date and marry and have sex with women. So there's something about... Having a lot of extra testosterone, just, I'm making this up right now, just a little pattern I noticed, I could be totally wrong, but it seems like if you have more testosterone in you, you're more likely to want to have sex with a woman, or you know, or what we used to call a woman, a woman without a penis, 
a woman, a woman with a vagina. And so Brittany Griner, she's not intersex or anything. She's just an enormous woman with an abnormally high amount of testosterone. I mean, you can just see her body. Her body is just rocked. She is so muscular. Breasts are super small and just muscles are super huge. Sorry. Sorry if that's offensive. And anyways, like I saw her and I, whatever, I didn't, uh, I didn't think about it too hard, but I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. And then when I heard she was a lesbian, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But you don't have to be intersex. Although it makes me think of that, that one story that I like to bring up every so often, which is, uh, there's a woman who was a lesbian, just a normal, honest to God, average, everyday lesbian. And then she started taking a bunch of testosterone, like, you know, actual injections or whatever. And then she got a she got a hankering for some straight male sex. So it's a little bit of a fly in the ointment or a wrench in the works there for me. So, anyways, we'll just we'll keep an eye on that stuff. Okay, that's the foreign stuff. I guess this is a news roundup. Oh, what do, what do you guys think? No one ever responds to me. What do you think about just very quickly going through the news? Anyways, Derek Chauvin, the cop who killed George Floyd. He's got an extra 20 years for a civil rights violation. So that's the feds, not the state murder charges that he had. Oh, right. That reminds me. Okay, so I believe there's never been any proof. Like, you know, everyone, everyone wants to find proof that Derek Chauvin is a racist. The prosecutors, the media, absolutely every last person in America, except for people who care about the truth, wanted to find proof that he was a racist, and they never did. So anyways, he basically got, he went, you know, got, you know he's, he's in prison for life. It doesn't matter, really. But anyways, he got an extra 20 years. You thought you were, you thought you were getting out when you were 90, 97? Uh, how about 120? But because there was never any proof whatsoever that it was a civil rights violation, which I believe would have to involve racism. I don't know. I don't think you can get a civil rights violation for killing a white person. And I think, you know, I think the way to take that, you know, like if you're a cop and you hear about that, it's like... Don't be killing any black people, you know, you know, doesn't matter what they did or what's going on or, you know, what, you know, how, you know, whatever. If it takes you a split second and you make a mistake, just, just whatever, whatever you were doing, don't kill any black people because that can be an extra 20 years if they decide to, you know, you know, if it, whatever, if it becomes a famous case and people decide to take you down for another 20 years. And so here's the, I mean, that's, that's all standard. White cop kills black man you know, gets, whatever, gets what he deserves, plus a bunch more. That's all standard stuff, because America is completely and utterly not racist, other than against white cops. But it makes me think, that, so there's this new crazy information about the Uvalde shooting, right? That was the one in Texas where the, oh, 18-year-old shot 19, what were they, fourth graders and two teachers? Well, they've been doing an investigation. There's a lot of crazy information, basically just about how the cops screwed up. Just they, you know, at this point they screwed up, and then right after that they screwed up again, and then after that they screwed up a third time, and blah blah blah. But the craziest thing that I don't that I don't think anyone knew until it came out a couple of days ago, is that there was a cop with a rifle pointed at this about to be school shooter. So the school shooter is like walking around outside the school with his gun. And he's heading into the school, and there's a cop with a rifle on him. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't I, you know, probably not a sniper, but, uh, you know, he's a cop, a cop. And apparently this cop, he, like, called his superior for, 
It's like, hey, should I take him down? Should I shoot him? It's just like in the movies. It's like you call for confirmation to your superior to take the shot. And you wait. You know, it's, in the movies, it's always like, not yet, not yet. And then take it. So this part, we don't know. We don't know either the superior said, don't take the shot, or else the superior didn't get back to him in time. And then the kid walked in, kid, 18-year-olds are kids to me because I'm 50. The kid walked in and killed a whole bunch of real kids. And so, you know, the Uvalde kid was a young man, adult, there we go, 18-year-old adult. He was Hispanic. I don't know, I don't know what goes through a cop's mind. I mean, that's got to be crazy. You're sitting there with a rifle pointed at uh, someone who hasn't committed a crime yet, but is about to commit the most horrendous crime of the year. I don't know what it's like to be in that cop or in that cop's brain, but, you know, I think America is, has, has, has made it very clear that, you know, they, they've sent a message loud and clear to cops all across the nation that uh, if you kill a black man, you may go down. You may go to prison for life. You may go to prison for life, and and people may not care what your justification is, or they may not care what the law says. They may, th- you know, maybe like, let's just throw the law in the trash on this one, because this cop killed a black man, so we need to take this cop down. And so I just wonder if that cop, you know, like before 2020 George Floyd, if that cop in that situation would have pulled the trigger and taken out the school shooter. But after 2020, he's like, you know what? I better run this by someone else because I ain't, I ain't going down for murder. Twitter handle at Antiwoke Podcast. And thanks for listening.